0: It came with the wallpaper. Very <laughs> uh, <pretty> good. <laughs> Two for one.
1: Well, home it's,
2: savers. It's like they're really there now.
1: Like a commercial. It's very loud.
2: It's like you're really here.
3: You're very deaf. No, no. You are. No, no. We've been
1: for a while, though.
3: I know, yeah, but like it's very loud.
2: <laughs> I, have, I have a point straight at the boom mic now, so we're flying. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ right. many amongst men. <laughs>
3: like Paul's laughing, but he's going to have a nervous
2: breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already looking at all the times. <laughs> all right, we'll get we'll cut that from there to there. That's grand. Okay. All right, we'll do the official bit then, and then we can go back to whatever this is. Okay. 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 Here's the script. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Green Wait, Horizon, you
1: me to Foxy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but actually,
2: nice. you, you don't want you
4: don't want us to record externally
2: no <laughs>
5: i'm confused no. about that too
4: no you don't you're, you're basically screen capturing this entire conversation <laughs> you're basically recording yeah you're recording the entire conversation on screen good
3: yeah, he's also recording it on the mic just in case Yeah Good, that's for a
4: podcast though, that's that's good
3: Yeah
2: Yeah <laughs> Script, Here right, you. hello everyone Where, Where the, the fucking no? no. <laughs> <Where> the fuck <laughs> no. <laughs> Hello everybody Are you going to be good? No be <laughs> I wonder what that was Okay <laughs> Hello everyone What... <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings. I'm not talking to you. Greetings, uh, Oh, God. Mm, okay. Mm. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Green Horizon one-year anniversary Q&A special. We've gotten tons of questions from listeners, and we'll hopefully answer as many as we can. All right, so with that out of the way, let's start. Okay, so I wrote the first so question.
1: So back to the wrong hole.
2: <laughs> yeah. Mm. No, with so tell us. Okay, first question. First question is to Kieran, who plays Gino. So, the question is tell us a bit about yourself. <laughs> is, he, is, he, is he frozen, is he frozen or frozen. ignoring you? <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> He's frozen. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I to but ye are frozen. <laughs> so Kieran, yeah. tell us about yourself.
5: <laughs> Who me?
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah, yes, Kieran. Who me? <laughs> yes,
0: Kieran. Oh, oh okay. Okay, um...
3: okay. Serious so
2: things now. I sent you these questions before. We, just, just so you know, I sent I know. you these questions I know. I, to I, prepare.
3: Be quiet for I would like again.
1: to complain about um, how long it took for me to receive my questions. <laughs> yeah. so <you> <laughs>
2: well, later. he was texting
3: the wrong person, so.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I took down her number and I, texted what I thought was Amy's number. And then I got like, basically right, the person I texted blocked me. And then I was like, that's, Jesus, that's very rude.
3: I didn't know she blocked you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I couldn't understand it. Cause like the picture. Why did Amy block me? <laughs> it was like the, Cause the picture on the WhatsApp was a different person.
3: But apparently he thought that was you trying to go incognito on social media. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs>
2: It made sense in my head until I realised that it was just the wrong number, and I'd sent on this. Holland,
0: just to get away. From
2: I sent. I sent on this random girl a list of questions for a radio drama Q and A. Welcome to the show. Tinder
0: is getting so advanced.
2: You know, my right. hope my hope was to get through this whole thing uh, without me needing to do any cuts.
3: How <laughs> did <laughs> you think that was going to happen?
2: <laughs> well, that's not going to happen now, is it? No. I'm trying, I, I have to cut this down to 20 minutes and we're already on. What are we on? <laughs> Ten? Minutes. 10 minutes. 10 minutes. But look. I haven't You're even sure. done a question yet.
3: 17 minutes into this. Right, so Kieran. Oh my God. Tell us about yourself. Don't freeze.
0: Oh, okay. So my name is Kieran. I play Captain Gino Whelan and various other random characters throughout the the Green Horizon. Um, I've been doing sort of odd bits in media, like, like random stand-up comedy shows and voiceovers and all that jazz for quite a while. Um, I uh, I don't know. I guess I, I'm currently developing my own little podcast network with very various things on the side. Although you wouldn't be able to tell from the fact that apparently my internet connection is run by a dead hamster on a wheel um, and the fact that I'm mumbling over things to say. I did prepare a spiel, however, but um, I've forgotten most by now. But yeah, I've, I've been in, I'm very comfortable in front of a microphone and I thoroughly enjoyed playing Gino Whelan on the Green Horizon and exercising my use of multiple voices uh, as well.
2: Did you uh, did you just plug another business on my show?
0: subtly yes, it wasn't subtle. but
2: I got away with it. <laughs> just wait until I, I get had to Edison my fun and that's all that matters. <laughs> all right, okay, thank you very much uh, Kieran for your 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 sage wisdom. Now on to onto tell me about you. No,
3: i don't really know what you want me to say <laughs> i didn't read the questions so i didn't know yes, this was gonna happen more power to
1: you cuiva yes i didn't yes. know this was gonna happen That's the dirty way.
2: <laughs> so i sent you on a list of questions just for the laugh
3: no i don't i didn't know you were gonna ask us about ourselves don't you
2: guys live in the same house
4: now yeah exactly yeah. see i mean like <laughs>
2: why would There's i text no you a list you of questions and have no reason to do well it. i mean
3: i don't know why you text me the list of questions in the first place as they were just saying we live in the same house you i was, just, just, told I was me. just trying to be professional right i didn't read them sorry <laughs> <laughs> What do you want me to say? You've got a bit of a Bill and Hillary thing going
0: on. I'll say it to her
3: when
2: I see her. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like me Awkward. to defer the question to somebody else and you can try and think up of an answer to who you are? I
3: just don't know what you want me to say. I don't know what I'm supposed
2: to say. I like, am okay. <laughs> a mother Okay, let's start, let's start easy. What's your name? My name is Queeva yeah. Welsh. What is your quest? No, Uh, how old are you?
3: What? <laughs> what we say? My age right now. I don't know. <laughs> okay, my name is Queeva Welsh and I play Sonia Halley. That's her second name, right? Yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah okay Yeah Um And I got involved in the show Because I'm dating Paul And he made me <laughs> That's basically uh, it <laughs> Yeah I mean I don't know Can What else you, you want me to say
2: <laughs> Don't kill me please <laughs> A couple of platitudes That's because. the same reason I got involved I
4: was dating Paul <laughs> <laughs> Same
2: reason I'm Genuinely. done I'm done with you I'm moving on <laughs> yeah
3: fine <laughs> I'm okay with
2: that <laughs> next it's on to our resident engineer Stephen Stobbs aka Bernard Dooley so please tell us about yourself
4: hi I'm Stephen um, I'm 26 I'm single and looking um <laughs> what? Sorry, uh, the best joke
0: about that is the fact you think you're 26 Yeah, yeah, yeah. 26. <laughs> in space
4: years in space. oh <laughs> Um, so uh, sorry, yeah, sorry. That, uh, so I'm used to saying that in, in these kind of chat rooms. Um, sorry. <laughs> so, uh, sorry. So my name is Stephen, and I play ship's engineer Bernard. And um, I, I first became involved in the show, I think, as uh, helping out with the recording of the original uh, pilot episode, or in the first series, actually, I think. Yep. Was all done in a studio I was kind of managing at the time, uh, the Waterford Film Center, there in the heart of uh, the Glen, Waterford City, uh, in the formerly in the, in the Forum, uh, Forum Nightclub, I suppose, who I used to be, and Bingo Hall. And I had a little studio in there, and uh, Paul came to me, I can't remember how, probably an email of some kind. And we set up I set up some microphones in, in a circle, and that's how we, we recorded the first few episodes, I think. And then Paul went off, and Kieran. For many many months to to the to the edit Manny, fair play Manny, to you so that's a lot months. of work that's how it first and then I just happened I don't think I was I don't think I was meant to be a voice actor
2: on it was I? I think you were from the yeah, no, yeah yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Barnard was, was the last
4: Barnard was the
0: Bardard last the concept <laughs> yeah but then I became a few other characters along the way then yeah yeah yeah, yeah Padgett um, comes in with the concept and I uh, I, oh, yeah. I I was tasked with I guess recruiting some people and I had thought of you and uh, messaged you and I'd like to put a caveat in there I don't get any credit for the editing because for two months I lost the memory stick with the entire season on
2: it
0: (laughs) and then I had to hand it off to pad because I didn't trust myself
2: now next one Um, Uh, I'm going to just go down the cast list so, Amy Jackman is next. She plays navigational officer Jilly Whelan. Tell us a bit about yourself.
1: Hi, guys. Um, my name is Amy Jackman, and as Paul just said, um, I played the character of Jilly. Um, I've been on the creative scene for as long as I can remember, more or less. Um, I studied TV and radio broadcasting in IT Tralee, and that's where I got my first radio gig on Bang FM. I went off then and worked with Radio Kerry... Um, when I moved to New Zealand, um, I worked with MediaWorks New Zealand for about three years, making TV and radio ads mostly. And then, anytime they kind of wanted an Irish voice on air, they um, generally kind of kicked me into the boot. And that was always good fun. And um, myself, um, Paul, and uh, Ruffles go way back, um, back to kind of school days and that. And we're always really good friends and got into heaps of trouble, (laughs) as you do. Um, and Queva as well. And um yeah, pretty much Paul just got on to me, asked me to play the part of Jilly because he thought that we were quite alike, and I suppose we are. Um Mm. and yeah, pretty much
3: I think you are Jilly
1: Yeah. <laughs> you suit the there role. There, there wasn't much involved. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> Even I down to When we
0: came to casting the roles, it was like looking at the roles and going, "Okay, who would? Who do we know first of all that works in this kind of medium?" And then when we narrowed down the list, and I'm like, "Okay, this character of Jilly," and I think we just went Amy Jackson, and that was kind of because it was like A, you had the credentials, and B, I could just picture. Yeah. Your, yeah. Your mannerisms on this character, and it just fit like a glove.
3: I'm pretty sure that one of the recording (gasps) sessions, you you were super hungover or something, or sick, or something. (laughs) Super hungover and
1: late. Yeah. Yeah. I was
2: actually sick. I wasn't even hungover.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Sure few minutes ago I swear to god that man is trying to kill me if I turn up dead in like a year maybe two years time I'd maybe look that direction
2: (laughs) Uh, to the key listener out there they might notice that it's not the same voice actress from season one Um, unfortunately due to college obligations uh, the original actress for Rebecca Roy had to leave the project so we went and got somebody in her stead who has been an able replacement and that is amy rothwell so tell us a bit about yourself
5: so i'm amy i'm 27 i have to think about that for a second i found my third gray hair today (laughs) and i'm pretty much just a girl who's sitting back and watching the world burn out the window like a little hermit behind my book that's it not much else to say
3: that's great. Wh- who do you play?
2: Who do you play?
1: <laughs> oh, I play Red Velvet. i
2: thought he said that. <laughs> okay. Well done. So after how many minutes oh. is that? Tw- 32 minutes. We're finally through the first question. <laughs>
4: sorry, I'm not, I'm sorry, excuse, me. excuse me. I'm not happy with um, my intro to me because I actually just made a stupid joke and then I went off on a tangent about <laughs> how I recorded the stuff, which, but I gave no I gave no information about my life, my backstory. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I also left
1: quite a bit out. I have a page in front of me, and then I kind of just sat back <laughs> and didn't any of it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, a year, Can we read through? Excuse me, me,
4: me. I'm have a twenty-year failed career in the media as a writer, <laughs> project, producer, and director uh, of some of RT's worst shows. They're on YouTube. You want to watch them? And the Roaring Twenties was a sitcom I wrote and directed. Literally described as the worst show R.T. ever made by a number of critics, TV critics. So that's something I've done in my past. And since then, I've been kind of recovering from that, which is like 11, 12 years ago. Um, but I'm pretty much back to, um, pretty much back, uh, firing on all cylinders now as playing Bernard's The ship's Engineer on Green Horizon podcast show. And um, I'm, so that's, that's my story. Thank you. you <laughs> want to hear a funny, funny story. Well, thanks about for sharing.
0: About what you just said there. Yeah. Um, after we did this show, after mm-hmm. we recorded, right? Um, P- Page said to me, we were just chatting about, you know, IMDb, and Page was like, "Oh, sure, anybody, you know, can get a, you know, Steve is on IMDb," and I was like, "What?" So then I googled, right, Stephen Stubbs IMDb, Uh-oh. and saw that it was attributed to the Roaring Twenties, and I was like. No fucking way! Because I that show came out when I was like in secondary school. You insulted I him
3: so much he left. That
0: <laughs> show, I thought it was fucking hilarious. Oh, it used to come on before the panel on RT Two, or either before or after the panel. And I no, was it like, was it? was it? Yes, I remember it being short, but the the distinctive scene that I remember from that show is there is a guy. In a room, and he gets in some scenario or something where he's got to leave Sound immediately, great. and he tries going out the window. Yes. Yes, and I remember that distinctly to this day, and I I just remember loving that show, and I, yeah, I remember being very landlord. Short. Yeah, the
4: landlord. Yeah, the main character Kevin is a, is a is a, he's basically living in a bed and trying to hide from the landlord all the time because he yes he thought that was he it. Want to pay rent, so he jumps out the window and the landlord arrives, and his jeans splits, and we see a CGI. Ball sack hanging down. And, uh, <laughs> but what it's, is it it's,
5: CGI? It's, you could have gotten the real one No, it's, it's it's blanked
4: out. It's kind of like it's it what's called it's pixelated, but it's a CGI. My friend Ray made it CGI. CGI death. <laughs> <and> <laughs> <it> was <something laughs> that was the level of the humour in that show. <laughs> All
2: right, let's crack on. So yeah, we will. We're
1: lightning support.
2: speed. Woo! All right, let's go to question two. Oh god. Oh, Quiva is already having her head in her hands. Um this one comes from Katie Stanley, who is a big supporter of our show. She's actually after getting she has um a voice role for her next season. Very excited to have her aboard. So she's asked if you could all meet the cast of any sci fi show, which ones and why can be individual or group answers? Um so I think we might go individually with this one. Um and we'll start from the top again. Kieran, if you could meet one sci fi character, who would it be?
0: If I could be one sci-fi character meet, Is that
2: meet, meet, oh, Meat
0: oh, Meat 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 Sorry I didn't have about meat Jesus Okay Because I, I like I am automatically going to think of like a mainstream sci-fi character But I know when you go back around to everybody I'm going to be like Shit I should have said that <laughs> <laughs> I should have said something
3: cooler <laughs> I should have said something cooler um, If
0: I could be one sci-fi
2: character Oh my god Question Kieran, did you read Did you read the questions before we started Because this should be like You should just be like Bang I skim- Boom <laughs> Done Skimmed I Skimmed Skimmed Like milk No It should just be it. like Meet a character You go bang I go excellent choice Next
0: Okay If I could meet If I could meet One sci-fi character I think it would be uh, The What's his name Warwick Davis In um, The Ewok Ooh. In Star Wars
1: Ooh, That's a good one Yeah That is a because, good one
2: Do you want to meet Warwick Davis Or do you want to meet the Ewok <laughs>
0: Talking about the actor or the actual
3: character? The, car- the character? the
2: character,
0: the character, the character. Oh okay. Right now, I got it. I got it. Okay. If I could meet anyone's one sci-fi character, it would probably be um oh probably uh, what's his name from uh, Star- uh Neelix from <gasps> Star Trek Voyager. Oh. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Good. I love Neelix.
3: Yeah. He's the best.
0: I fucking love Neelix, and yeah. reason being because I I like Neelix. Try I think that I can cook. <laughs> um, and mostly end up poisoning people.
2: Uh, <laughs>
4: um, they, he looks like a fish though, right?
5: No, he looks like
4: a I leopard He looks like, like a cat, look
5: cat like a fish, but they're not fish. Uh,
0: I would <laughs> like to add an amendment to my answer. Um You're not allowed. I, I would like to meet Odo.
2: Oh yeah, it Odo's pretty cool fast. too.
0: Oh clothes. that would be pretty cool He's, good, he's a good, good pig Be like how'd you do to teach me your ways
2: So I can turn into a
1: talaxian fish <laughs> Okay fish the fish. You know what's turned he into one fish. of my favourite little Irish say- sayings She looks like she's after getting a slap off a trout I want to hear the face with The onomatopoe payoff. it is fucking fantastic It is actually yeah it's
2: yeah. good <laughs> Alright uh, we have to move on Cueva <laughs> Your sci-fi character.
3: Um, I would meet Cara Trace. I knew you were going to say that. Because she's alright. Who? Cara Trace. Starbuck from Battlestar Galactica. Oh,
2: right.
3: The, 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 new, the, the oh, new... The new, yeah. The reboot, yeah. yeah. Not... Yeah, no, Jesus. Not Starbuck from the original one. I don't like him. <laughs> Face from the 18th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not not a big fan oh. of Face from the 18th. But I would definitely meet Cara Trace. Because she's... She's brilliant, basically.
2: Yeah. God, Steve, who would you meet? Um. Well,
4: um. You see, I suppose it would have to, would have to be the original. I mean, I am so old. I grew up watching the original Star Trek show in the eighties and so on. So well, obviously, obviously, it was made in the 60s. i I'm not that old. <laughs> it was made in the 60s, but um, you know, that was on repeat nonstop on Sky Channel. It was called Sky. Sky. It was, just, it was just called Sky Channel back then. It was just one Sky. It wasn't like a multitude of Skies. It was just oh called yeah. Sky. It was called Sky Channel. <laughs> and it, had the, it, had, it had Star Trek TOS original series, um, Mash, and Hogan's Heroes on loop. That was always on, that was always on the channel. They had no money, and they had you know, so they bought all these, all these old cheap 60s shows. Anyway, so I... for me, the original series is still the best. I think. From a writing standpoint, um, I think it, those episodes hold up, especially compared to TNG. You now, obviously, I love the in next the, generation. i the 90s, obviously, uh, the next generation. But I never really quite got into it, apart from being in love with Marina Sirtis. Um Madly in love with Marina.
0: <laughs> Deanna <laughs> tried <Troy. Deanna> it. <laughs> yes, yeah, she's baby tattoo. She's wow. Did you show the tattoo of the Tottenham Hotspur crest on her shoulder? Does she? Wow. I like How her do you know that, Juran? Tattoo. How
3: do you know that?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I spent a lot of time as a teenager googling,
3: you know, Marina Yeah, yeah, <laughs> googling Diana Troy.
4: <laughs> Naked. <Who hasn't laughs> deanna Troy.
2: Who hasn't googled Marina Sirtis tattoo question mark?
4: Diana Troy, that kind of hit many young men on a very deep level. And, um, but I mean, I'm sure everyone felt the same about Patrick Stewart. Um, um Patrick Stewart, don't they?
3: No, Data. Oh, yeah.
4: my,
0: my mother-in-law Deja. is in love with Patrick yeah, Stewart. Yeah, I was in love with, then, with Data. That I look like Patrick Stewart.
2: <laughs>
3: well, you, certain parts of you do, yeah. But
2: like, the top right part here. Right
4: yeah, actually, I can see it now. <laughs> so... Um, just to round that up there now so yeah, the original series is still my favourite but I love, I love all the Star Trek except for the new Star Trek Discovery. I'm not into Star Trek Discovery at all. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know yeah. what the hell is going on the episode. So wait, the editing is ridiculous and the plot lines are preposterous and too complicated and the characters aren't really that interesting and uh, so the original series and all the spin-off movies is what I really love in the Star Trek lore but I, I've watched so many, i love so many sci-fi shows um, although I haven't actually watched the, the new Battlestar Galactica show, I watched the original many years ago. You haven't watched the new
3: one, one, the reboot, like the, from two thousand and six. Like
4: everyone tells me, everyone tells me it's a masterpiece. So it's
3: so watch. good. It's very good. Actually, no. So I've watched it through loads of times. Um, but I watched it through with Paul when we started dating seven years ago. We got to the last two episodes, and we have yet to finish it. <laughs> Seven oh, years wow. <laughs> He keeps saying it to me recently He's like Because we're at home obviously And we You know Are looking for stuff to watch He's like We need to watch Battlestar Galactica I'm like Yeah we do From the start probably At this point <laughs> I'll never bloody finish the thing
2: Cool All Right So next On to Aim Jackman Who would be your Sci-fi Person Pick Thing particular. My sci-fi person Would be Um, I think
1: I'd, I was thinking about this And I was just like I could say like Star Wars and all that kind of thing. But again, I'm not, I'm not a massive big sci-fi plan. Sci-fi plan, huh? <laughs> um, Fan, <laughs> to be I'm not much of a planner. Um, I'm not much of a fan, to be honest with you. Um, for no extraordinary reason, just my interest lie elsewhere, I suppose. Um, but I was, I was thinking about it and I went, sure, Rick and Morty is sci-fi. So I think I would like to meet Rick out of rick and morty because being able to meet him in the first place would be dimensional travel let alone his ability to (laughs) manipulate science to allow us to go further into those weird little dimensions that they go traveling through and like you know they always have some crack and there's like a real family vibe as well with him and morty and that and do you know like who doesn't like an old mad grandad at the end of the day? Do you know what I mean? Like everyone's grandparents are just that little bit nuts, aren't they? So Mine are um, dead. Um, <laughs> I were all dead before I was two years old. <laughs> I'd say they're the life of the party. Um,
2: <laughs> um we'll move on to Rothwell next. Go on, who's your who's your choice? So
1: let's
5: like, I think I might get in trouble for this, but I've never seen a Star Trek, so it's not from that. Boo! Yeah. Yes, girl! Oh, so I, I think that's it. a blue word. <clears throat> <laughs> so, my, mine's a toss-up between Christopher Judge's Teal from Stargate, because who wouldn't love a piggyback off of him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Teal. Teal. Or Mal... Or... Ah, oh, what do we call him? Malcolm from Firefly. Is it Malcolm?
2: Mal. Mal He's Reynolds, yeah. Nathan. Huh? Hmm?
5: No. Nathan, Nathan Fillion? Fillion but, yeah. yeah. I was going with Nathan Reynolds. No. Nathan Fillion. So it's a toss yeah. up between them two. Nice. All yeah. right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I like yeah, how Nathan he ch- plays the hunky men. Oh, too right. Christopher to George. Yes, girl. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> a hunky geek. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> he is hunky too. Um, yeah. I think Nathan,
4: Nathan Fillion would be better cracked, don't he? Then Tilk. Tilk.
5: Tilk would give a great piggyback. He'd teach you to meditate. He could probably infect you with a guau old if you wanted, so you could take over the world. Tilk has his ups and downs, but like mainly ups. He could introduce you to brain Hack, You could go through to Stargate. You could do a lot more with Tilk.
2: Okay, so back to the top. What are the VA's favourite moments? Up to Kiern. This is regarding the show, not about your life. What do you mean, VA's? Oh, okay. Voice actor. Um oh.
0: Yeah, now this one I did put a bit of thought into, and I, like, obviously, as Gino, there's quite a lot of moments in it where there's just downright hilarity, um, and I think, I like to think of it as, how would this scenario, like, when I'm listening to it, I'm, I'm imagining the scenario, obviously, and I'm like, what would make for great, like, just, just what makes for the, the a, a great segment? And there are quite a lot that I'm like, oh my God, that's hilarious. And I think that's fantastic. So I've kind of got two. And one of them is the entire scene with Gino and Jilly in the in the ship listening to the Puritan. Um And that whole thing where they knock her out with the magic park you later. <laughs> And uh, it's just, I for hilarity sense, I just think it is fucking hilarious. And I just think the one thing that the show really... Um, really focuses on is the relationship between Gino and Gillian the fact that they're brother and sister but they're also Irish brothers and sisters who it's it's love-hate but it's like 80% love and 20% hate and um, just that whole scene it really like it really ties in like their history and the way that I think myself and Amy flowed together on that because you have to remember like season one was recorded in person and season two was recorded All together isolated. yeah So we worked... Now, the the sound and and everything came out perfect in season two anyway. But with season one, we were there to bounce off each other. And I think we did a really great job of that. And it just really flowed naturally. And I think that scene and that segment really put together the relationship between Gino and Jilly and it cemented it going forward. And my second one is actually, uh, kind of in keeping with uh, Gino and Jilly, is... The whole um when Gino at the, the the end of the first season when Gino's leaving the ship, now I know that Jilly's not really in that last month, you know that last part, and it's 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 Gino and Sonia. <clears throat> but the one thing I love to be able to do as voice actor is, like it's kind of a serious role. And I, as much as I love being a goofball, I really, really love being able to bring emotion to the character. So, like, the entire work that led into us actually putting this together and when we were in the recording in the forum and it came to that last scene where uh, I had to, I was pretty much saying goodbye, you know, to um, the crew and to the ship and everything. And and as far as the listener knew and as far as we kind of knew at that point, Gina was going. And, you know, we didn't know he was going to come back. And to me, starting and doing this show, like I loved every single minute of it. Absolutely loved every single part of being a part of this. So I had to focus all my energy on, like, okay, this is actually happening. Let's just take it like you're never coming back. So doing that little monologue to Sonia about how I'm leaving and I'm never coming back, I remember like holding back the tears almost because I was like, I was put. I'm putting way too much emotion into this, and I remember coming away from that afterwards, and even listening to it again, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I can actually hear in my voice the strength that it's taking to like not start crying because I'm a freaking like I'm a crier. Like I am hundred percent crier. I get emotional over the stupidest of shit. But listening to that, I was like, "Oh my god!" I'm getting goosebumps, and I was just that's one moment that if If somebody was to say, right, give me a one minute clip of the best work you've ever done, I would pinpoint that moment and say, here you go.
2: Very good. Just wait till I kill you off. You're going to be really sad then.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) When my last words are a gurgle, I won't feel goosebumps (laughs) then.
2: All right. right. Um, On to Quiva. What's your favorite moment of the show?
3: so I feel a bit robbed because I was going to use the same one as Kieran and I'm still gonna use it. <laughs> um, I am not like a voice actor, like this isn't what I do. Like. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I said, like I did it for you, and I was quite nervous about it at the start. And honestly, like I had such great crack recording it in the forum. I did miss it this year, not being able to record it together, but we did have good crack anyway, mm-hmm. recording. It was fun. Um but I will never forget the end of season one. And it was like what you were saying here. And it was just myself and yourself and Paul and Megan left. Mm. And Megan kind of was rushing to go somewhere. <laughs> but I really got into it at the end of it. Like I, I hadn't read it, even though Paul had tried to make me. um, And I should have read it, but I hadn't read it. And so when I was reading it, it was the first time reading it. And I got so into it. And the two of us genuinely were really emotional when we finished up and we like the last said the last line, it was really like I just felt like we really hit a bit of a flow with the mm. characters and I was getting really emotionally invested in the show. And much and all, as I said, like I'm not, this isn't really what I do, or like I wouldn't be going into another podcast or anything, but I love doing it. Like mm. I do love doing it. And I like, obviously, then the show was very important to me because it's very important to you. So that will be one of my favorite moments. Um, and then the other one is much more. <laughs> selfish <laughs> um but recording season two i we had just re-watched voyager and i had my captain janeway moment where i got to be like you know yeah,
2: episode one episode
3: one where i got to like lay down the law <laughs> a little bit <laughs> and again like i do struggle to put emotion into it i'm not an actress and i find that i can sound a bit robotic i think sometimes but i feel like i really got into it in that one as well and i just really loved that moment i thought it was such a good moment for her yeah. And yeah, they're my two favourite moments.
2: I forgot <laughs> to mention this question comes from um, um David Oriampina from Dust After You. Listen to it, it's brilliant. Um there's my plug. On to uh Steve, your favorite moment of the show? Um
4: Oh well, I don't know, I think it was um I think this the 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 cannibal episode which I listened to uh recently. Um <laughs> I like the Cannibal episode. I like farce. I'm into farce, and I'm into kind of group, uh, group uh, farce situations all set in one room, like a play. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and that that episode felt like a kind of a kind of a crazy, kind of a screwball comedy um, episode, um, where a lot of misunderstandings going on, and uh, uh, some some very funny dialogue happening in that episode. I must say. It's kind, of, it's kind of a different episode. It's kind of unusual for the rest of the se- the, rest, the rest of the seasons, that episode kind of stands out as kind of a standalone, mm. as they say in the industry, a standalone episode. Yeah, uh, it's not really, it's not really connected to the other the overall storyline arc. I don't think you it. Know?
2: No, um, no. Two and three, no. two and three were designed to be pure standalone concept episodes. Yes. That's the way it was. It was designed exactly. to be.
4: And everyone gets a kind of a fair crack at the whip in that episode, pretty much, and uh, I think it works quite well, hmm. just, as, as, even just as, a, as a script point of view, think it works quite well. Yeah. Um, so that's the episode that stands out in my mind. Um, but it, overall, it's, it's overall, it's the way all the voices, just the amount of work, because I know, I know how much work goes into these things. Just the amount of work that you put into it is amazing. Like, you know, um, and yeah. the audio sounds great. I mean, you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not using professional microphones. I mean, you're, they're, they're okay mics, I suppose the one you had in your house there when I was there a few months ago mm. uh, but it sounds re- it sounds pretty close to professional to me you know mm. even the whole mix the mixture down there is pretty spot on you know mm. um, so yeah well done Paul Watch. Oh,
2: <laughs> that's high praise I, I don't know how to be sarcastic or witty or, or snarky so to take that it. I, I take can't. it Paul I'm going to take and run away uh, thank you <laughs> Uh, we'll move on to Amy Jackman. What's your favourite moment in the show?
1: Um, I think one of my favourite moments was when we actually picked up Joe from Russ Common. what um, <laughs> no, it was it was a really funny little segment, um, it was really um nicely done, and it kind of tied into that whole. Um, idealism that Roscommon isn't a real county and that it doesn't exist because that was actually a conspiracy for a it's while. A, it's a fact. It, it oh,
2: doesn't, no, Paul it doesn't genuinely
3: exist. doesn't think that Common exists. It's
2: just a big Well, league. I'll
1: tell you, lads, <laughs> I went to college with a girl and she was from Roscommon. And she, like I graduated college really in up. 2014, 15, so about five years ago, six years ago now. And she 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 bounced into my room one day and she said, "You'll never guess what!" And I was like, "What?" And she was like, "Ross Common got a cinema." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "What?" Two thousand and thirteen. The whole county of Ross has never had a cinema. No, the only thing is to just have to go to Galway. And I was like. But is not a small county either. Like that's like going to Cork for an ice cream. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Like, what is going on? Like, um, so no, that just for that particular memory and um, that it just always stuck in my head. I suppose. Um, recording-wise, though, that um in the second series when Jilly got drunk, that was that was that really was good so fun to record as well because. You know, Paul was just like, oh, do you know what I was thinking when I wrote this line and in this scenario and all the rest? And we're nearly like reminiscing and going back to like years. and." Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Man. I wrote the drunk. It was the drunk auntie. It's the, the drunk auntie. Yeah, Everyone knows the drunk yeah. auntie when you're at a at a party when you're younger and the drunk <laughs> auntie come up to you pie eyed with money. She it. Hey, oh, I love you. I love you so much. <laughs> you're the best. You're just the cutest <laughs> little thing, you know that's what it was like everybody knows of a drunk auntie who, who just accosts you oh yeah you. exactly,
1: exactly asks for, she always asks three. for a
2: dance they always want to dance off you Pardon. they <laughs>
1: always
0: do the same dance they yeah. always do the same uh, 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh yeah uh. that's
1: your dance because anyway call that so. the titty elbow, <laughs> 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 the titty elbow. Ooh, the twisting titty elbow. Twisting titty elbow. That could elbow. take off, lads. <laughs> there you go. know what we danced in twenty twenty one, lads.
0: After, when you write season three, one of them has to be called. The episode has to be called the
3: dancing titty. Tw- the dancing twisting the, titty no, elbow. The, the twisty titty elbow. Twisty titty elbow.
1: Or
2: twisting <laughs> <twisty>. titty elbow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great answer. Uh, we'll move on then to. To twisting titty I mean Amy Rothwell.
1: I'm writing down twisting titty, what was it? Elbow. Twisting
2: titty elbow. Twisting titty
1: elbow. Twisted. Explodes out the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm gonna have fun with some of that. Okay, you favourite uh, favourite moments. Go. Um
5: well for Huh. So Favourite moment would be when Rebecca puts the cyanide in the coffee percolator and almost kills Peter.
1: <laughs>
5: you know, it's like, as, as for me, Rebecca is like this hurt little girl who's trying to find a family and somewhere to fit in, but she keeps like pushing people away. So this was kind of like a little test to her, you know, this is a little prank, see how far I can push it, but she realised she's pushed it too far. She cares about these people. Yeah. They're becoming her family. She becomes softer and a little open. So it's kind of like a turning point. So I find that to be my favourite moment. is all. Awesome. Yeah. You know, she's more comfortable with the guys. And yeah. You know, a little bit softer. I like yeah.
2: it. That was designed to be and that, like, washing Also, moment. eat the beans.
5: That was really good. That was
2: good. I like, <laughs> like, no. Okay. Not.
3: So, uh, firstly, like, you don't live protein. with him. <laughs> Paul develops these fucking voices. So one night we were messing when we were falling asleep. And I did something. I pushed him or I fucking did whatever and he went you're bonished and that's where it came from and i have heard it for he just uses the same jokes over and over again so all i ever hear if molly wants beans for dinner eat the beans you and i'm like ew i hate it please stop doing it
0: you know my eat my wife beans. would not let me call her sweetheart anymore because apparently when i say it i sound too much like gino yeah <laughs> <laughs> We identified and How we came up with The voices You can amalgamate The two questions
2: Okay yeah sure But first I'll just say That this question Comes from one of our Major super fans um, Beth Brennan Oh Beth Kirk. Yeah. Um, She's been with us From the apps From the start Beth is the best Huge supporter Um. So thank you very much Beth if you're listening How are you getting on? Uh, <laughs>
3: <laughs> she will listen Because she's amazing She's a good friend of mine uh, And she uh, is The most supportive person In the universe So yeah. So
2: thanks Beth um. So yeah, Kieran, if you want to do it that way, we can do. Do the voice actors identify with their characters? How did we come up with the voices of, say, single episode characters like Evil Epsilon? Were ye given direction by me, or did you come up with them yourselves? So we'll take the first part of the question: Do ye identify with your characters? So, Kieran, do you identify with Gina Fur?
0: Yeah, I think um, personally, Gino is. Because I think you, know, you wrote this with me in mind. And um, the fact that, like, I think with being from Waterford and having an Irish accent, you know, you can't just walk into any old casting role and start spieling off because they'll be like, you know, oh, no, well I'm looking for, you know, an American guy and you're not it. So it is a unique accent to actually, you know, if you sat on an American or Canadian or Indian fella down and said do a Waterford accent, you know, and I'm casting for a <laughs> Waterford Man, they'd be like, okay. Um, but I think with Gino, I identify with him because Gino is like the worst parts of me. <laughs> I mean that in worst way possible. Because I'm, you know, when you're lying awake at like two or three in the morning, you're like, oh my God, I should not, why did I say that like 20 years ago? And Gino is like the amalgamation of me when I was in my life, like, very early twenties and like would have just been totally like irresponsible, you know, um, but has a job to do at the end of the day, but shows up half drunk, you know, doesn't really commit to the role the whole time. And then when he's serious, it's like, you know, okay, you're a fucking screwball, get your get your act together. So I really identify with him because I feel like I am him. (laughs) <laughs> um, in terms of like the voices and that like with Gino it's just me like you know it's it's it, that's just my accent like I don't have a typical Waterford accent like but you know uh when I need to I'll pull it out and like with terms of the other characters that I play <laughs> a lot of people who have listened to the show the one thing that they have to say is who plays the receptionist in the first episode? <laughs> when Sonia goes to the employment office, they're like, Who is that woman? <laughs> and I'm like, It's that's Kieran. me.
2: <laughs> that's that's all me.
0: And like just several I, I think I've d I have i can I've lost count of how many voices I've had to pull. But like we I remember being in the forum and like I was gonna... you know, okay, whose line oh, is so it? Funny. All right. <laughs> Give it to Keir. This is the line. And it's like, okay, we need somebody to do Officer Coombs. And I'm like, okay, I'll do it. And then it's like, right, how do I make this person sound different from all of the other voices <laughs> yeah. that I do? And it's like, okay, we'll go South African this time. Okay, we'll go Australian this time. And the one thing that stands out in my mind when somebody says, oh, voices, you know, how do you do your voices or whatever, is like, I just remember specifically Jack, who plays Mortlock, uh, reading the line, uh, and like we we had done this line uh, for one of the adverts that we were supposed to do, and the in brackets were the words biddly biddly, <laughs> supposed to be <laughs> uh, air guitar, so like it was supposed to be. And Jack reads it like, you know, oh, da, 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 da biddly biddly And I yeah. <laughs> have the original recording on my laptop. so and funny. everybody loses their shit laughing because Jack is like, "No, oh, da-da-da, biddly-biddly. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> doing, doing the voices, it's literally just on the spot what you can really fucking think of. And that's why I love this show.
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah, you, you pulled off some really good ones. Like your Captain Erasmus was fantastic. He ended up sounding like um, a little bit like Takawatiti. Do you know the New Zealand yeah. director?
0: And I had actually, funny enough, just before we did the recordings, I had actually just finished watching Ragnarok. Yeah. And my immediate thought was, "Piss off, ghost!" And <laughs> <laughs> the only people who showed up were my mum and her boyfriend. <laughs> <my>
3: I also really loved when Kieran had full scenes that were him and him. Yeah.
2: Just, just watching you trying to juggle yourself. It was so funny.
0: I, I love talking to myself.
2: It's funny, right? But it's a bloody nightmare to edit that. Because you're, oh. you're trying to edit out all the breaths between characters. So say I'm, I'm doing it like I'm doing, hello, how are you? Oh, how are you? You know? You're trying to you have to like find the the change in, in character and you have to cut it and split it and fade it. i know i'm going back into technical <laughs> yeah okay but okay. like you have to edit because if you don't edit it right it sounds like one person doing it because it flows like it's the same person doing the conversation yeah but it was very it's funny it's a fucking nightmare to edit <laughs> yeah, but it was hilarious but, but it was very very funny <laughs>
0: I can't even remember Any scenarios now Where I had to do that
3: there was, so there was so many There were so I actually recorded Some on my phone I must uh, go onto my OneDrive and find Because I thought They were hilarious yeah. <laughs>
0: They're going to be Worth something someday Yeah yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> Alright so on to Quiva First did you identify Which character Um.
3: So obviously Sonia is very Straight laced Which I mean you live with me So I can't Hide anything <laughs> I am not Very straight laced <laughs> Um I'm a bit of a, a hurricane, as you call me. But I do think that like she doesn't like she doesn't take any shit like mm. and I think out in the real world I might be a bit quieter, but at home I think you would say that I'm very like Sonia. Oh yeah. <laughs> I definitely uh know what I want and you know, very capable of whipping everybody into shape when it's necessary. Mm. Um so I would identify with her, definitely, and as for the voice side of things, I didn't change my voice. Yeah. In fact, I think I went from sounding like a real person to sounding a bit like a robot sometimes for Sonya, but that's just, you know, mm. not being an actress. Um, and then I well. think as well because she's supposed to be Dublin, isn't she? She's not supposed to be... I,
2: I, honestly, I've really not sat down yeah, kind of. she's kind of like really broad
3: know. Irish or whatever. Yeah. So I don't obviously yeah. have a super Waterford accent, and something that I would have heard over the years is like, oh, are you from Dublin? Before I hear, are mm. you from Waterford? So I think my voice lent itself to Sonia's kind yeah, of broadly, generic. you know, yeah, generic, generic Irish accent yeah. kind of or whatever. Yeah. Um.
2: But it does come out. It do, it will come out at the odd time when you're doing. Yeah, sometimes.
3: Yeah, yeah, sometimes. You go a bit hard. Yeah um a li- little bit without meaning to <laughs> but um yeah and then the only other voices that i did different was that feckin german one or sweet, and i hated it and i it was the most oh, was embarrassing hilarious. thing i did ever <laughs> i'm just not able Would you to like, like a drink it. sir it's terrible <laughs> oh
1: he's got a bone
2: <laughs> that guy's holding a bone <laughs>
3: So, yeah, I wasn't very good at that, okay? <laughs> and now I don't do other voices. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All
2: right.
3: I never claimed to be good at accents. All right, lads, okay?
2: You did uh, You did act like Charity in season two, the first scene in season two. I think
3: that was probably a bit easier because yeah. it was just yourself and myself. And, I mean, I you like sounded like bit.
2: You sounded a bit like from Oliver. <laughs> I'm sorry for the intrusion, Corpheus. <laughs> <Carriers. laughs>
3: Well my apologies You put me on the spot As you often do to people
2: <laughs> That's how I do it yeah. So we'll move on to Steve uh, Yep Hi I,
3: I, Did you did
2: Sorry? You, no we, we go We go Kieran, you, Steve and Okay Amy, cool. and Steve. Um I feel like the kind of running theme for this question is like I suppose It's supposed to be different for me Because the, car- the main character I play is Peter from Canada But the rest of the Except for Amy Rothwell What the fuck is the question? The question is um. I I'm just gonna get the proper way. Do you
0: identify with the voice that you do Yeah, do you identify
2: with, you the with the characters? The how did you come up with the voice of single characters? Were the Bernard? cast Yeah, were well, the
4: ca- basically So I only kinda of do like two or three voices. <laughs> so Bernard is just one of the voices. I, I think I think basically it's kind of a it's kind of a kind of a, a kind of a Tri McClure kind of voice, I suppose. Hi, I'm Tri McClure. This kind of thing, you know. You might remember me from such movies as Green Horizon. And so it's kind of it's kind of like that, I suppose. It started off, but then it became a little bit more um, more serious, I think, Mm. because he was actually talking about serious stuff. He was talking about like you know uh, ships engines and um, people, you know. Uh, So it became. I only noticed it myself when I listened to season two that he's he kind of calmed down a little bit and became a bit more serious. I think series one, I was just taking the piss a bit too much. Maybe I was going for the kind of comedy angle a bit more in season one. Because I wasn't really quite sure of the character then. So that's just something I noticed myself, listening. Mm. Uh, that he became a little bit more of a serious person. And uh, anyway, he does get drunk. He gets drunk with Julie, which is great fun. Yeah. That's weird. Cause me, me and Amy Jackman were not in the, in the same room together when we were doing that, I don't think. Were we?
2: No. No, we weren't. No, but so, it no.
4: blended so well. No, yeah. me and Amy haven't drunk together since the market bar two and a half years ago. So that literally,
1: um, that's I'm how long I'm pretty sure there was a Tully's night in between that, Steve. Oh, no,
4: sorry, Tully's. Yeah, but that was just, we were just passing like that. We used to Yeah. Go, hello, hello, hug, goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, was that before COVID-19 when we could
1: hug? No, no, it wasn't. Yeah. We, do you remember? No, it was during COVID-19. And do was you remember crew? Hmm?
4: It was during COVID-19, so that was an illegal hug.
1: Do you remember hugging? <laughs> oh, I do love a good illegal hug. Yes, well, I, was, I, I ran that's illegal I so good. in the first lockdown. Yeah. So, well, yeah, you know. That was that
4: amazing thing when the world opened up briefly, I was hugging and getting pissed. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah it was okay. great.
4: So it was fun listening to me and Amy getting drunk um, like thousands of miles apart, um, and yeah. it was... Welch Welch Put them together
1: afterwards That's fair play To you pal Yeah um, Tricky to do Yeah well.
4: I think it started off As a Troy McClure voice I think <laughs> uh, Morphing something A little bit different
2: mm. Yeah 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 he's he's, um, he's a He's a great I love writing him He's a very interesting character Like Yeah um,
4: Burn, yeah, no idea yeah. I have no idea Where he's where he's going to go. I know, that's and the
2: that's the fun about him. <laughs>
4: he definitely of. needs a love interest I and mean, a poor guy. And um, I think he needs to kind of take over the show. I think the rest <laughs> of the card is to be killed off. I think he's got Green Horizon.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the Burners, Burner's Horizon.
4: Burner's <laughs> Horizon?
2: Burner's Horizon,
4: yeah. Burning Desire.
2: Um, alright so we'll move on to Amy Jackman Um. I suppose first do you, you, do you identify with Jaylee probably alright yes <laughs> no uh, no that's actually um, right
1: did I do
2: what mm-hmm. I was just going to say I the,
1: do any cameos in the show I know I did an Australian accent really badly and yeah. I think it got dumped. and it's really funny because I'm pretty sure I'm the only person in this group who's been apart from Steve Stubbs who's been to Australia, am
3: I right? I went when I was like a baby. Like I was three, I was there for a month or two. Okay. Cause my cousins lived there.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, no, a, it was so a long was like time after. ago. She lived over there for ages. She'll, you know, she'll be able to be. day. yeah, out, yeah. Like. yeah. <laughs>
3: it's the pressure, Amy. It's the pressure Paul puts you under of just being like on the spot. Hey, can you do an yeah, Australian <laughs> 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 we, we had
2: a We had a sub teacher when I was in secondary school. Uh, his name was Opie. he was from Australia, oh. and uh, I used to take him off, and uh, I was quite good at it.
3: He thought he was good at it.
2: Yeah, but he had a real, like, proper, like, uh, outback, Australian accent.
1: Hey you He used to come in a class um, and he my
2: name's Opie. you know, I'm from Australia.
1: And it's funny as well, when I came back, I had, like, a bit of a mongrel accent. And, you know, some <laughs> words were Aussie, others were in New Zealand, and then, yeah, it was all over the app. Op- and... Um, but well, yeah, I don't think I did any other cameos apart from that, did I?
2: No, I don't think so. No. I think it's just Jilly. Um,
1: but do I identify with the character? Well, yeah, definitely. Like, you are Jilly. You are Jilly, yeah. Huh? You I are Jilly. Yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, like, I'm bubbly, I'm... You know... Like... It's kind of hard to explain. You're bubbly and all the rest, and, you know, you're full of your fun. But beneath the surface like the little hamster is doing it's overtime. Do you know what I mean? And you're getting the <laughs> shit done and all the rest. Like I wa- like I wasn't expecting in the first season especially um for Jilly to be the one that kinda ends up saving the day kind of a thing.
2: Yeah.
1: And it yeah, I suppose like under underneath the surface like she's quite more calm and composed, and you know, logical in the way that she does things. But a lot of people around her will kind of think, of like, that's Jilly, she's fucking nuts. But yeah, so from a personal point of view, I suppose I kind of did um, identify with Jilly. But as you said, um, yeah, I I am Jilly,
2: yeah. <laughs> I suppose it's that calm under pressure because I remember when you came in for the first recording and you were really sick, and uh. You know, really sick. Really sick. (laughs) And you'd also told me that you didn't read the script, and I was like, "Oh, (laughs) fuck!" I was like, "She's sick, and she hasn't. She's like." And you literally you stood up, like wibbly, one eye, and you went look at the script, and you just nailed it like one go. And I was just, yeah, it was like what you said, like with Jilly the character, it's just, you know, all all fucking about and stuff. But when it comes to the serious shit, like you're able to pull it off. Oh, that was very good. Now that's really nice. (laughs) She's yeah, nice. I'm nice. It's being nice
1: to me, what's going on? I'm nice sometimes.
2: <laughs> um, nice but no, sometimes. big
1: time. Like, um, I look, I, maybe I would have been in trouble otherwise if Jilly wasn't basically myself, but guess what? She is. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing Jilly
0: wasn't Australian.
2: Uh, <laughs> Amy, same question. Uh, do you identify with the character?
5: Oh, yeah, there's definitely parts you identify with, like, she's just a child who's looking for a home, and I'm pretty sure everybody's got, like, their inner child that's just looking for a place to be, and she happened to find find hers with a crew of ridiculous, not, people, not jobs, like, so, you know, she identify with that, and, you know, the little, the prank she does, and the little (coughs) evil giggles and stuff every now and again, like, who doesn't love a bit of torment in their life, she keeps them on their toes, and I like that, um, Finding her voice, it was really just kind of listening to the first season again, trying to find the emotional bits where she was, where what bits she was, what bit she was into, what she wasn't into. You know, listening to that, reading the second season, and trying to come, trying to find a middle ground mm. between the two of them, between my voice and the previous actors. Seeing as you know, I'm not the first actor. So I read the script before I did it.
2: <laughs> a plus, <laughs> gold star. I'm just trying to you're
5: suck 21. up to Paul now. <laughs> <You're alert. laughs> so it was really just kind of practice and getting to know the character and asking Paul a load of questions and
2: a oh, load of questions.
5: Yeah, I mean but you're it.
3: definitely the most well researched anywhere.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I was coming into this blind. I had to do something.
2: I think Steve read the script as well, though, didn't you? Steve? We
3: all come into a blind. It's oh. fine, Amy. Don't read it in
5: future.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Steve, Steve, read it too. <laughs> Steve,
3: Steve, Steve right. So
2: what, <laughs> so what you're actually saying your is head. is Quive Amy, and Kieran are just shitheads. <laughs> the rest of your good have as gold. It's, it's called Don't being
1: remember? a professional Paul. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, wait, <laughs> Kieran, yeah,
2: Kieran, you read the script, <laughs> you didn't
3: you? All right, just me and Amy. Kids. Whatever. Okay. So
2: when you really, when you really narrow it down, you know, when you when you when you really boil it down, it's just you two.
3: And I will continue To not read the script
1: Yeah Because me and Kieran Are cool Yeah we just You
3: see like We, we react We react do our And it's okay. more
1: real Like you know More raw once. Oh yeah Sure
2: Thanks okay. for
1: leaving me Stranding Kieran. No, wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine I'll just I'll just sit here And fuck myself On my island <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. I'm no <laughs> 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 All right, that's it, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Um, fuck, what am I going to say? We'll go we'll start with Sarah here if you want to say goodbye, and we'll move down then the cats' list. So, Kier.
0: Uh, thank you very much for not only listening to this, but listening to the Green Horizon as a whole. It has brought some sense of accomplishment to my life, and I really do appreciate it, especially a big shout out to those in Antarctica.
2: <laughs> <laughs> On to Quira.
3: Uh, Again as with how we started I have no idea what to say for this Um, Thank you so much for listening to this episode Thank you for listening To all the episodes and bearing with us Um, And I hope you continue to listen Because Paul has lots of brilliant things Yet to come (laughs)
2: And terrible things
3: And terrible things Some things that I'm going to have to tell him aren't okay (laughs) But it's fine (laughs) It'll be grand We'll get there in the end (laughs) We're
2: all going to die Now on to Steve
4: Thank you Yes I too would like to congratulate Paul And um, the the entire cast of Green Horizon On uh, on, uh, producing a really interesting show And especially to all the listeners out there Who've taken time out of their very busy lives to listen to this um, show, and I really look forward to seeing what happens next to all our characters. And um, um, yeah, and best of luck and stay peace, stay stay safe and happy in twenty
2: twenty one. Twenty one. <laughs> yeah. very good, nice and diplomatic. Now on to Amy Jackman.
1: Um. Okay. Thank you so much for everyone for listening to the Green Horizon. We really, really appreciate it. We loved making it. We hope you love listening to it. We will see you again in season three. So, from myself, Jilly, aka Amy Jackman. Bye.
2: Rothwell, she's gone. She's gone. I'm
1: just feeding
5: the cat.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And that'll do it. (laughs)
5: This,
2: This is what I have to put up with.
5: Um. I didn't think this far ahead This wasn't one of the questions So I didn't prepare for this Oh
2: god <laughs> oh, You're going to have to, gonna have to Disgraceful. add Disgraceful You're going to have to Move with the punches
5: <laughs> So I'm going to go with Thanks for including me In your group guys I, I do really enjoy it And the opportunity And all It's been actually Just so much fun And thank you Everybody else for listening And not sending in The hate mail For taking over For Rebecca Redbeck's voice <laughs> um, Yeah that, That's it Thanks
2: Cool <laughs> <And laughs> I